0: And no one else could treat an innocent person like that. Even if, when you're not resisting, when you uh, have no history of violence. And then you had other people who were just living with the unindicted. Control. They even kept
1: some of them almost, uh, they said, up to six hours. You're listening to Reparations in Action here on Black Power 96.3.
2: Uhuru, you're listening to the White Lies Shattered podcast and FM radio show. My name is Brendan McCoy, and today I am hosting White Lies Shattered, which broadcasts weekly on Black Power 96.3 FM in St. Petersburg, Florida. White Lies Shattered, also known as Reparations in Action, is a program of white solidarity with Black Power. Currently, we are in a podcast series exposing the insidious lies we learn as white or European people about the nature and origin of America and the current social system. We believe reparations to African people is the key question of our times and is one that demands action on the part of European or white people. I'd like to salute Chairman Amalia Shetela and the African People's Socialist Party for leading the African Revolution and developing the theory of African internationalism and the understanding of the colonial mode of production. African internationalism is the theory and worldview of the African working class that guides the struggle for African liberation and which we credit for all of the understandings and analysis provided on this podcast. As always, we'd like to salute Black Power 96, where this show is aired and recorded for our podcast weekly. Black Power 96 is not just explaining the world, but changing it. You can get the app for Black Power 96 on Google Play or the Apple App Store and listen wherever you are located. In today's episode, we'll read the Dred Scott City of Refuge Resolution that was brought in front of St. Louis, Missouri's Board of Aldermen in response to the city's police force cooperating with the FBI's attacks on Chairman Amalia Chatella and the Uhuru movement. We'll also speak with Jesse Todd, known as the People's Alderman, and presenter of the Dred Scott City of Refuge Resolution. We'll talk about the resolution and the struggle with the Board of Aldermen in an effort to get the resolution passed. Now, the powerful document calling on the government of the city of St. Louis to come to terms with its racist past and take the moral stance that they will not comply with the FBI's attacks on the African liberation struggle. The Dred Scott City of Refuge Re- Resolution for the City of St. Louis, Missouri. Whereas Dred and Harriet Scott sought and were denied refuge from enslavement in the city of St. Louis, Missouri in 1846 were told by the u.s supreme court they had no rights any white man had to respect whereas the cities of st louis missouri and st petersburg florida allowed their police departments to collaborate with the fbi to conduct unjust violent military raids on homes and offices of the african people's socialist party and uhuru movement on july 29, 2022 whereas historically There are countless examples of city governments covertly and overtly collaborating with federal agencies to attack African community leaders, such as Fred Hampton, who was assassinated in Chicago, Illinois in 1969 by the FBI and Chicago police. Whereas the numerous examples of city and state government's complicity with the FBI and other militarized and federal forces include the attack on the Pine Ridge Lakota Reservation in the 1970s, where they killed at least 67 people and framed up the heroic political prisoner, Leonard Peltier, who remains unjustly locked up today. Whereas the stop cop city protester Tortuguido was murdered and the movement attacked by the Atlanta police in cooperation with the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and the FBI as the movement was defending the forest on stolen land of the Muscogee people, land which had been used as a former convict leasing prison farm the stop cop city movement is fighting to prevent the forest from being used as a police training ground against the African and oppressed communities. Whereas the frame up of political prisoner Mumia Abu Jamal continues. And we acknowledge the 11 African men, women, and children who were murdered at the move home in 1985 by the firebombing by Philadelphia police in collaboration with the FBI who provided the C4. Whereas Arab and Muslim people in the U.S. have been targeted by the FBI, including through entrapments geared to lock them up for years, such as the cases of the Newburgh Four, the Holy Land Five, the Fort Dix Five, and others. Whereas students such as the Tampa Five are facing prison sentences for demonstrating at the University of South Florida against Florida's banning of the study of black history. Whereas the FBI continues to attack the courageous whistleblower Julian Assange, who exposed US government secret crimes to the public. Whereas activists and delegations returning from Cuba after participating in educational and solidarity activities face harassment by Homeland Security. Whereas the July 29th raids on the Uhuru movement militarily occupied the most impoverished neighborhoods of St. Louis and St. Petersburg, threatening Uhuru movement programs fighting gentrification and building economic and political power in the Black working class communities. Whereas the African People's Socialist Party was targeted because it has relentlessly fought for the liberation of Africa and African people for the past 50 years. Whereas the FBI raids on the Uhuru movement posed a threat to the African community's hard-won democratic right to participate in elections in their own interests. Whereas African people have a right to petition the United Nations to investigate the genocide convention as it applies to the conditions of African people in the US and the original sin of slavery and colonialism in this country. Whereas African people and all those in the United States have inalienable right to freedom of speech, association and assembly, including public statements of dissent, regarding the official position of the United States on the Russia-Ukraine war. Whereas millions of African people in the 1960s struggling for basic human rights and economic and political power over their lives faced the effects of the Pro program of the FBI, which carried out assassination, political imprisonment, slander, and harm. Whereas Malcolm X, Fred Hampton, Martin Luther King, Marcus Garvey, Along with W.E.B. Du Bois, James Baldwin, Aretha Franklin, Sam Cook, and others were targeted, threatened, surveilled, and/or assassinated by the FBI with the complicity of the local police departments. whereas FBI files on the murder of activist Darren Seals, following the police murder of Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri in 2014, reveal that the local police worked with the FBI to target him and others, and many say, to murder SEALs. Therefore, be it resolved that the city of St. Louis will be a sanctuary city, in which the St. Louis Police Department and city government will refuse to cooperate with the FBI and any federal agency, to attack Black community organizers and others for charges stemming from work for the betterment and upliftment of their communities. St. Louis will become a city of refuge for African people and others struggling for social justice and solidarity with sanctuary programs for indigenous slash Mexican people, immigrants, and others seeking a safe haven to uplift their communities. Therefore, This resolution repudiates the denial of refuge for Dredd and Harriet Scott, and the ongoing notion that black people have no rights, which the white man is bound to respect. Uh, Uhuru, and uh, joining me now, uh, I've got the People's Alderman, Jesse Todd. Uh, Welcome, Alderman Todd. Uh, Thank you, uh, Brendan. Uh, uh, Uhuru, comrade. Uh, Uhuru. So uh, we're just gonna kinda jump right into it uh can you can you kind of go over can you explain like in layman's terms uh what the content of this resolution is
0: well the whole content of this resolution is to uh make sure that we open up up enough space so that we can uh work to uplift and improve our the quality of life uh and also to uh make sure that the uh law enforcement is living up to our constitutional rights to right. uh, have our freedom of speech, our freedom of assembly, and all, also our freedom to have petitions. In addition, to make sure that, uh, when, uh, especially the uh, progressives, individuals, and people who work working to improve the community, make sure that we don't have our improper search and seizure you know, our papers taken, it appears to me, and yeah. I want to say that papers and other things, I don't know if they had wants or not, but I doubt if they had wants to do the thing that I saw them doing. And also treat us on the, our, what we call progressives on the left or whatever, our people, all of us who are trying to improve the community, treat us this, the same way. They wouldn't do that. I'm using a high profile example, like Donald Trump and his type people. Right they wouldn't go into the crowd. i don't think even though they had very yeah. serious, serious charges with the uh, january 6 people with guns and we've never had guns and we're not even allowed in the yuru house including myself i know cuz it we're not even allowed to bring guns on the property they search right. all the of us it doesn't matter if you're older person or whoever you are when out you know you get searched so we don't even carry gun. we don't have guns on our property. We don't allow people in there with guns. But the right. people, for example, like the uh more, like the uh, January 6th people, they were all over the place and other people, uh, you know, like they, many years ago, and still I hear about these people who be practicing out in the rural area with guns, and, and they are serious about this military stuff, but they don't <laughs> go after them and they had more serious charges than we did. Well, we didn't have any, yeah. uh, uh, uh and indictment, but these people were tow up the White House. But when they came to arrest them, I didn't see one person, I didn't see one of the leaders that entered their headquarters, um damaged. I didn't see them taking property, I didn't see them shooting flash flashbang grenades. So uh the whole gist of this this resolution is to have African people and all people, all progressive people, whether it's anti-war or whether it's uh different different parties uh, are uh even independents so or whoever's working are, are labor movement people I, we should all be held to the same standard of the law that's the whole gist of it and, and uh and the Constitution should protect no one should be above the law and no one should be ab- below the law but the FBI themselves if what I saw on, on the uh, raid that uh military type raid it was just totally overkill. You had people yeah. who were seniors, seniors, and and, and uh, they were holding them, and then you had other people who they didn't have a uh, who weren't unindicted when they held them. Yeah, and they had they, yeah. they had actually had people that had no no one had charges. That's the first thing. So you and even if you have charges, you're still innocent until proven guilty. You don't treat a uh, law enforcement and no one else should treat an innocent person like that, even when you're not resisting, when you uh, have no history of violence. And then you had other people who were just living with the uh, unindicted. Con- they even kept some of them almost, they say, up to six hours at gunpoint. I mean, this was, and then tearing up unnecessarily, damaging and destroying property, stealing certain things. I mean, this is the type of reason that the revolution. It's so important, uh, and I'm proud to repeat it, is that also when we, the FBI operate like that, and especially the African community of people who are associated with Africans, because they've been able to get away with it, we don't have as much power, and we've been demonized as an ethnic group, especially in America. They can just do anything, and then we don't have any recourse. And so the resolution is important, because. Uh, we did have we had broad have broad support right here in St. Louis when we called, and we didn't yeah. let them bully us. That's the other reason. And when we took, and that's why we it was important for us to uh uh, uh had a resolution and to take you know so so that was the reason uh, and that's that was the effectiveness just to uh, make it simple because I have some other things I'm gonna say and I don't want to be too <laughs> Uhuru,
2: huru yeah I like. So I like kind of how you how you put a lot of that basically just kind of calling out the the hypocrisy of the system and how you know African people are clearly not treated the same way. There were no armored vehicles outside of uh, any of the January 6th protesters' houses exactly. after exactly after that.
0: and they were running the they were <laughs> running the sit in the uh speak of the house. This is second third to the <laughs> sitting that chair. And I mean, they just tore up stuff in the White House. Yeah, they ran off the all the elected officials. Here's somebody running off, and they were ready to kill. It ran the vice president out of there. They had to save him, and uh, all <laughs> kinds of violence. I mean, these people and Africans have never, as a group, organized group. It's never been one time in history that I can think, that I know of where Africans, without being provoked. Uh, So when I say provoke, whether it was in Reverend Nat Turner through slavery, couldn't uh, he couldn't demonstrate or he couldn't do anything, so he he didn't have an alternative. Uh, Even uh, during the sixties when we had those rebellions, we tried everything in the world. Yeah, first of all, we shouldn't have been denied our equal protection under the law, so Mm -hmm. it shouldn't have been a movement. But I'm using that as an example. But until we've had every avenue closed to us for years. And been beaten, all our rights have been Then we've uh had to rebel because as Dr. King once said, the poor persons and over working class people, the and the petty bourgeois was not uh representing us proper. And the only recourse that the that the uh working class and poor Africans saw was to rebel after they had seen all the uh, beatings and killings and everything else on and they had been suffering that in the South but as well as in the north. So uh so. Uh, we have not been treated like the, um, not even the same, even when we came over here, we were tied down when we came here. We got, instead of seven years, we got life. And then we we were segregated and we didn't ask to be segregated. So the constitution itself has always, since I've been in all my history and everything I know about it, has always treated us differently than any other group in America. So. You know, so that's the uh, reason for, and that's the, and we've always just been fighting for the democratic rights. Even though in the civil rights movement, we were really fighting to be part of the democratic party because they were having white primaries. Yeah. You know, and then we were paying the same fare, but we weren't getting actually, had to go to the back of the bus. Uh, go to the back of everything else. i uh, be. But anyway, the point is, we've never been treated fair. We've never been able to use public, public facilities fair unless we uh, fought. So the point is, this is the this is a continuation of the struggle to demand that uh, that the white man respect our rights so the, yeah. and the Constitution. So that's what. So that's the. Uh, Dred Scott resolution is saying that we will not rest and be, will not be satisfied until our constitutional rights are totally respected. And I don't think they want to respect them because I think that if they respect them, uh, their biggest fear is that they, uh, colonialism will fall because of the, uh, we will have enough dual and contending power and we will not be able to be scapegoated, uh, as a ethnic group so that the, uh, other ethnic groups would be looking at, I, at us and as enemies and uh, instead of uh, really dealing with the uh, real solutions in society. So I don't think, I think the biggest fight to keep us uh, uh, colonized is to uh, keep us from um, from telling the truth. I think yeah. it's, and we were also attacked but the resolution was just there like we've done and the Yuhuru movement has done since I've been a member known them it's just simply give, telling the truth and giving the facts. And the truth and the facts just don't lie, and they cannot stand up. Uh, right. Truth and facts, because they want to continue to be imperialists and to waste our tax dollars on things that don't benefit Africans in particular and the public in general.
2: Absolutely. you could. I think you could really, you kind of you know, got it right on the nose there. I think you could say this entire system is, is provoking the African community, um, but but as far as that goes, like with this resolution, um, it you know it's like you said, it's kind of basically calling on these cities to just uphold their end of the deal. Like like the constitution is supposed to guarantee all these equal rights, and this resolution is calling for that. And if this if this did get passed um what would this what would this mean for the african community
0: it what it would mean is that uh, the first thing once it gets passed the african community it would help us to improve uh, the quality of life for the african community and it would also uh, and what i mean is and uplift the community it would help to keep us from um being demonized it would help to keep us make us be able to it would allow us to have an organiz- have organization and the police wouldn't be able to come in. They are not supposed to come in if you're peacefully assembling and right. disrupt the organization. They are not supposed to do like they did in the past with the uh, Malcolm X, whose bodyguard, was a police officer. The Panthers, who he knew, bodyguard, was a police officer. Fred Hampton's bodyguard, was a police officer, just to name a few. And Dr. King's peaceful demonstration was constantly disrupted and turned in and the people who were violent and over FBI agents, just to name a few. but we would should, if this resolution is passed, we would be would force the mayor and the politicians to help call out the FBI and any other uh law enforcement officers and the mayors when i say on a local level uh uh on a um county level. The mayor in most cities I know in St. Louis, uh, while we do have uh, local control of police, which I get to later, we uh, but is able to make the police and the Public Safety Department treat us with equal respect under the law. And we would, we would be able to make huge changes, because I've been in several yeah. organizations. And the reason those organizations were broken up, people became paranoid because they were afraid to, or wouldn't even join was because they were afraid people were police and they were spreading and they were disrupting the uh and causing divisions within the um in the organization so i've had personal experience with that and i and i know that uh again again with the uh nation of islam as well as the black nationalists and groups that i belongs to and also the panthers uh they would just simply disrupt those groups and uh start smear campaigns uh lies on people by putting a, a snitch jacket on you and then people would stop trusting you and all kinds of other things. And in fact, uh, a guy named Alex Rackley in, uh, I think it was New Haven, Connecticut, uh, he was a panther and got killed because people uh, the, uh, the FBI said he was a, a snitch. So what the main point is, if it's passed in each city, the um, mayors would be on our side. The board of all right. the people would be on our side and the public would be on our side and they couldn't do it because what they depend on is having us first of all they demonize us they scare people to tell us we need to put and, and uh, put a false image on us before we can get to the public and therefore the public saying i'm not it's like the whispering campaign that's going on right now against us in the yuhuru movement some of the people in the ward who prominently come and just these these people working for Russia, what you working with them for? I'm saying they start all these whispering campaigns. So then people that think that uh that uh, we are Russian agents. Man, that's not you know, I'm saying all these but rumors. This, all these rumors that they start. But if uh if we had the uh, if this resolution was passed, they would not uh it wouldn't be so quick to do it. I'm not gonna say they are not gonna do right. it because I but I'ma say that once we get the support of once we expose them to the older people, whether they're on our side or not, the older people are the yeah. most vulnerable people for us on the on the ground and the mayor, cause they have to right. run for elections. And it doesn't cost much for us to go by and picket them or write letters or go down to the city hall or whatever. But the point is, if they start speaking out like I spoke out, one person, can you imagine if all of us had spoken out? Yep. That's what I mean. It would be another example and I can't say this is connected. We were I re, my term ended on the 17th of um March. I think it was March something. April 17th. Well, then they indicted the Uhuru 3 on the 18th of April. But they, I'm not saying that was a coincidence, but what I'm saying is that they are very cautious of, of when you can when uh with elected officials in particular. One of the reasons is that they are bureaucrats and they are not elected. And so another reason is they know that we, and I still have access to the community. And what that means access is that I can still go out and put, and, and, uh, put out flyers and expose them, and they can't demonize me at this time because people already know me, so they know I'm not gonna be doing something crazy. But if they right. don't show you you and they get to the people first, they can fool the people and tell and tell them anything.
2: Yeah. So that's the, make you
0: know, them they, hate their friends. Make them hate their friend and love their enemies. Yeah. That's, and that's what they try to do. They and that's what they've done to us uh since Garvey. That well, since we uh since we um been out of chattel slavery, or since we were put on the vote even to come here to build a the country, they made Cause we were American people, we were everybody's friend. Cause we cleared the land and did all the hard work and built up the whole system. But then we, we so I mean, when you do that, that's that's a friend when you give you when your labor is taken from you and you get absolutely nothing. Everybody else get rich. Yeah. Anybody that get rich off of somebody else, that's your friend. Yeah. If you get some inheritance or you get some rich and somebody just walk up to you and give you, whether they give it to you, well, if they you get some what you want from them, which is a better quality of life that's your friend, but they made us look like we were lazy then. They made us look like we were lazy during segregation and they are trying to, and they demonize us now. So what we, so the resolution, what it would do is actually uh, somewhat tie their hands. That's what we're trying to do, to restrain them because that's what what law, law enforcement is supposed to be restrained to, to the point of enforcing the law when you haven't broken a law, and there's no law, in fact, the highest law of the land is the Constitution. The Constitution gives us exactly the rights that we were utilizing, and they came up with some bogus charges uh, to uh, and to, to drain out, to uh, give us a bad image, to drain our funds, to distract us from the wonderful program that we are doing to uh, uh, improve the quality of life and save lives in the community. And because they, and they don't want us to save lives of uh, children like 15 kindergarten kids every day or the doula program, uh, basketball and other things. They want uh, to uh, make sure that anything we do fail so they can uh, say, have a finger to point it so that they can continue to uh, come into the community to uh, cre- create uh, prisons, drugs and unemployment and assholes. And, uh, and as far as houses and vegetation and other things are concerned. So we are. So this is what this resolution would do and would um, give us the right to get together and make sure our tax dollars are used more effectively and efficient to benefit the African community instead of good plus jobs for the so-called public safety department, which is predominantly the police and the rural areas, which has now become the Republican base, which creates jobs when African, when a disproportionate number of African go to jail. So that's what this is all about: is to uh, stop us from being able to keep people out of jail, stop us from making people safer, and uh, to to be able to tell right. people, stop them from slandering us.
2: And yeah, what- it's incredibly important. You got to be able to 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 assemble, you got to be able to fight for, you know, right, right, if, you know,
0: exactly. Another thing is that this is also important because I'm, I honestly believe that we can actually make the changes they need to be made in the African community. If we're not disrupted without totally nonviolently. Right. Just following the constitution. They want us to they don't want us to do that. They they don't want us to be able to use the Constitution, and uh, like the resolution said, even the Constitution was written. We weren't included because most of my ancestors were in slavery, so they never did write the Constitution. or intend for it to be written for, by, for us, and so when we use it for to our advantage, we actually can make the necessary changes and show yeah. clearly that. Um, that there are alternative ways of reducing crime. There are always alternative ways that we can uh, fix our own community. That we don't have to have a rundown community, a crime-ridden community, a drug-infested community. And uh, and I and we can save taxpayers' money, and then they won't have people hating on hating us and being scared of us when uh, when they're the ones that creating the condition in the first place,
2: right? So. So this resolution, we kind of touched on this uh, a little bit earlier in our in our conversation, but uh, so this resolution was created in response to uh, the raids that happened on July 29th of uh, 2022 um, on the Uhuru movement. Can you talk about uh, the importance of this document uh, to the hands-off Uhuru's counter-offensive?
0: The, uh, the movement, uh, well, well, it's important for the offensive, because it can get first of all it can get individuals and groups to uh we can raise we can raise funds since we've already been even though it wasn't our intention to get attacked and need money but we can also since we've been attacked this document can be a talking point.
2: Right. A way ra- to get some eyes on it and to
0: get some eyes on it. We can get people like the other thing that it has done, uh it it um we can use it as a uh to educate people and other individuals and groups about the about their constitutional rights. The other thing that has been beautiful about it is that it, it is it it can you it can be used let's say the Black is Back coalition all these different groups can use it. We also have the groups in for as far as I know for the first time on the Black is Back they will be marching on um, uh November the 4th. Uh, it's much broader this time. This document yeah. is, used by them because many of those groups uh whether it be peace groups uh independence and various different parties uh many of those groups have been um infiltrated disrupted and everything else so this will uh this document uh can uh can also be used uh by them if with a little tr- with a little tweaking uh uh, and also what what happened is is it, we it is has when we sue uh as a offensive we can use some of the talk some of the points that were made in this document in our suit because uh it clearly shows um where where our rights were are uh, violated and right. so uh And it will uh, allow us to well, uh, of course, it will allow. uh, As I said, it will allow us to organize. It will help with the uh, 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 and broadening the participation, as I said earlier, with the other groups. The okay, and uh, it's the first time it has. Time it has also brought together so many different groups, but it can be used as a tool uh, as uh, for for blacks. Again, to talk about that about our constitutional rights called three or four of our rights were violated. I mentioned earlier about free speech, assembly, uh, the um, petition. Also, uh, they're not supposed to take papers and other material without specifying which ones to take. Look like to me when I saw it on the video, they just reached in drawers and were taking everything. I didn't see them looking at the uh, the uh, warrant and saying, "Are we supposed to take that?" if my eyes were what i saw because sometimes i didn't know exactly what they were looking for but they're not supposed they're supposed to only take specific things right they're not supposed to go through all kinds of things and just start snatching and grabbing and then people are not supposed to hit be held at all unless they have a warning. and the people that were held um but they educate them about those rights. So it would be used as a platform. It could be, again, it would be used as a platform by not only us, but all the other individuals and groups to uh, protect their rights too. So uh, it can be used, uh, again, as a talking point. And also it can be tweaked uh, to uh, fit into what, you know, wherever the people are, um, right, uh, wherever they live, uh, it can be used for that that particular uh, area or uh, that particular organization,
2: right? Like, you know, help to something the, the Tampa Five could use, or the the sixty one recently indicted cop city activists can use um, something. Just a tool that any of these activists can use to kind of one help educate and and to hopefully help help defend them and and you know let them keep their their rights exactly um,
0: right because then you had the uh you know like the muslims uh and, you know then the uh um when they attacked uh uh, uh the the uh um, native american uh um, yeah. yeah and so i mean it can be used by all groups and uh, it can it will also help to uh keep them from attacking other groups in the future because this again this is the first time that i know of where all of these different groups have gotten together instead of usually they're usually fighting each other trying to raid each other's memberships but this yeah. guy, they're getting together to uh, uh uh protect their rights and hopefully this will uh, enable them to get together on common ground on other things. But one thing that, that I think it we that it did we has done so far to fight the FBI and talked about this resolution. Again, what happens is it, with them getting together and using this document, it, it also uh expo- when they take it to their it can be broadcast when they take it to their uh various, whether it be churches or uh, politicians or whoever uh other it, the message will be out more and more, and people will not. Once people are educated, they cannot easily bring people up to the jur- jurors and expect to convict them on on bogus charges. And that's what right. they. And that's the uh, so it. Uh, and so the FBI will. Uh, we want to put them uh, into where they supposed to be, which is regardless as to what they call them. Say they have sworn to uphold the law. And as law enforcement officers, they should be held at a higher standard than a citizen. Yeah. That's that because they're getting paid by taxpayers' money, and all people pay taxes. or uh, somebody pay taxes for them. So uh, exactly. they for everybody, and the Constitution is the highest law of the land. And they're supposed, and so this document will uh, spell out some things that we need to keep the pressure on them. So the, And also they tried to scare people. That's what they tried to do because they were trying to yeah. bully us. I think that's why they brought out all that heavy equipment and stuff. But we did what we were supposed to do. We stood up, we, we are standing up to them. They are not bullying us. And uh, maybe if some, uh, in this document, hopefully some more, more elected officials had the guts to come out and stand up and, uh, for the Constitution. Because we had, what we did when I was automobile, we swore to uphold the Constitution. You know, so why? Yeah. We, so when it's time, then when they violate the Constitution and the Yuhuru Three, for example, uh, uh, their rights are being violated. It was time for all all the people, including myself, to do what we had sworn to do. And the same thing with the police officers, uh law enforcement. They swear to do it. They should just do their job and do what they swore to do instead of breaking the law. Because some of the things they did were clearly a violation of the law.
2: That'd be pretty incredible if if some more politicians really started jumping on board and uh showing some actual solidarity and right that would help because the more
0: politicians we get can get to jump on board, the broader it can get. Because polit- whether we like it or not, people once they put it off and start people start listening to you more for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, I mean yeah. it, you know, when you have had somebody to vote you in, they will let li- people listen to politicians. Now, I don't know why, because I'm telling you so When I... let <laughs> me be honest. It. <laughs> it would be like listening to a, a car salesman when you deal with some of the people. <laughs> you, I think they sell more cars or you cars than to do anything else. But I'm just saying that people still listen, but I don't know why, but they do. You know, I often wonder, but I'm telling you, they listen. It went a yeah.
2: party, Right. Um, so, so we mentioned it earlier, uh, where can, where can people go to, to see this resolution and, and, you know, use it for, for their groups?
0: You can Google it. That's what I did. I I tested it on my uh, phone, just Google. All I did was put it in Google and said, it says the Dred Scott city of refuge resolution for the city of St. Louis.
2: Okay. So, so that's what I did.
0: And it came right up. And so you just Google it, and that's how you find it.
2: Okay, so I I strongly encourage everybody to uh, to go check that out, go read through that resolution. Um, you know, bring it forth in front of your you know city's board of aldermen. Email your aldermen and and attach that file and and try and you know build some traction and and build some support in some of these other cities. Uh, I wanna wanna thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, People's Alderman Jesse Todd, uh, did you have any any parting words for uh, for the audience?
0: Yeah, well, what you, uh, let me just say uh, what I think how if passed how it would again how it would uh, what it would mean to the African community. It would mean. I uh, just summarizing. It would move the uh, the African community. It would uh, move us from the margin to the center, meaning that we would be. They, they they try to marginalize, especially those of us who stand up and uh speak truth to power or uh, speak independently of the of uh, the colonizer, uh, the people downtown who control many of the uh uh politicians and other people. Uh we are in this, okay. So we it help us move to the center, meaning that they, we won't be demonized, uh uh, but we will uh what will happen if we will be able to they would have to respect respect uh because out of truly out of uh the fact that they know that we can um uh fight back let me do yeah uh absolutely people, and what would happen too few people would be um few people would uh be harassed uh locked up uh go to uh well, go to jail um or even be killed i mean uh like mike brown or like uh we had a person in st louis some people who uh were uh shot we had a police officer undercover they beat him so bad now this is a police officer in st louis that was in 2017 i think they beat this police officer his name was hall beat him mercy almost just terrible and he was a police officer and he said he and uh he sued and got five million dollars from the city, but he was his a police officer said that he didn't have a, the reason he didn't have his gun on. Well, because uh, um, he, if he had a gun, he, he was scared they would have killed him. Even though this uh, this is a called an open carry state, mean you don't need a license. But th- what the main part of that is, they use violence against Africans and try to intimidate. So this resolution. Uh, It would just uh, really do a lot to make sure that we are not uh, abused. And it would open up space again so we can uh, improve the quality of life of our community. Then stop the FBI from trying to bully us. It would stop the FBI and other law enforcement from bullying us, trying to demonize us, slander, uh, jail us, and even uh, kill us. And the last thing, what it would do, is it would afford it would give us equal protection under the law that the 14th Amendment says we're supposed to have, which is right. equal protection with the freedom of speech, the freedom to peaceably assemble, the freedom to petition the government peacefully. For example, they uh they took down our petitions online and they uh, and it would also and uh they would give us the right to peacefully petition and and uh, it would give us the right to, they couldn't just break into our houses and and, and take our property with uh, without due process of law or else even take our property, uh, search us or do things to anyone without telling us exactly what they're looking for.
2: Accountability.
0: And they wouldn't be able to uh, use excessive force like tearing down doors that they did, uh, break, you know, tearing down those doors because I saw that in breaking windows and- Oh yeah. And uh, doing all of those uh, things that they did uh, to the Uhuru Three in the, in the movement and also to the people who were, some of them living together with the Yuhuru Three people. And so uh, that's, that's the importance of it. And I hope that it can be used in other cities because uh, and we can have a worldwide, we can have this, can we can take it to the city to city, state to state, and worldwide so that uh we can uh have the space that we need um to um to organize so that we can uh uh we can avoid any almost any harm coming to us while we organize within the law. Uh and this that will save all everybody's life, and uh, right. and we can make the changes so that we can uh, eventually um, get rid of colonial. Because the main contradiction is to get is to that we are seeking is to have total control over our resources in our own community. And once we get re- control control of our resources and get rid of colonialism, then we can get out information and get and have the resources that we need to take in charge our lives, and then they won't be able to get away with what they are getting away with now. So that's the whole right. goal that we are seeking. And if we had the resources and the um, that we need, rather than our, them coming in, taking, all our, taking our resources and tax dollars, using them, wasting them, and using them ineffectively and inefficiently, uh, we would be able to truly make these changes because we would be able to tell the truth and tell our side of the story, instead of the propaganda about gun violence and other things uh and crime and other things that they are just sucking the blood out of us to uh slander us and so 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 it's a very important resolution and as i said it's just part and it fits right in with the other programs uh you know the uh, doula programs and the businesses uh and many of the other programs that we have going on as well as uh our politics so it's just part of the overall uh Strategy of uh, anti-colonialism in our community as well as throughout the state and the nation and out in in, uh, in the world.
2: Uhuru, Uhuru, Uhuru. thank Uhuru. you so much, People's Alderman Jesse Todd. Thank um, you. yeah, of course, and uh, and hands off Uhuru.
0: hands off Uhuru, hands off Africa. Uh, power to the people and power to the African nation.
1: This has been an episode of Reparations in Action, a biased podcast of white solidarity with Black Power. My name is Jamie Simpson. We'd like to thank our team of volunteers. Our sound engineer is Aaron Loss, who also composes our theme music. Our research coordinator is Alex Pletcher. Reparations in Action is produced by Penny Hess, Jesse Neville, and Lisa Watson out of the Black Power 96 studio in St. Petersburg, Florida. A shout out to Burning Spear Media Director, Akile Anayi and the station that is not just explaining the world, but changing it, WBPU LP St. Petersburg, also known as Black Power 96, and the station manager, Mr. Eddie Maltzby. If you like what you've heard today, you can go to Apple Podcasts and rate this podcast. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, or if you'd like to join our volunteer team, please email us at ria at blackpower96.org. That's ria at blackpower96.org. Special thanks to Chairman Omalia Shatela and the African People's Socialist Party, without whose relentless leadership and theory of African internationalism, none of the understandings presented on reparations in action would be possible.